All right, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. If you got your Bible, uh, let's go to 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy, and the first chapter will be there. And uh, guess what, y'all? Uh, Kathy didn't leave me no announcements. I reckon she was elbow deep in my turkey, wasn't able to, to do it. But uh, I would encourage our VIPs, our VIPs, make sure if you haven't put your name up on the, the VIP uh, banquet, the 4th and also the ninth for the XYZ down at First Baptist Church on Tuesday. Uh, we got to get that down to them. I think Sunday's the deadline. I know for us it is, uh, but for them too. Um, so if you haven't signed up and you're going to be a part of that, please please get signed up. But let's go ahead and get into the Word of God. And I do, uh, I tell you what, God's been good to me. I, I'm not sure, except, except for uh J.C. and Luke, my grandchildren, J.C. and Luke, except for them two, I think I'll lay down tonight with my whole family under my roof. That's, I think I will. Now, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I'm just giving you some facts. I'm just giving you some facts. But no, that's good. I, I thank the Lord. Man, he's been good to me. I'll tell you what, can y'all say amen to that? Mm-hmm. Let's stand, if you will, in honor of reading God's Word. 1 Timothy chapter 1, and I'm going to begin in verse 12. Verse 12. <clears throat> Apostle Paul speaking here. He says, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who hath enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. And this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy that in me first Christ, uh, Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering for a pattern to them which, have, which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Now unto the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory for how long? Forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Father God, we thank you for your word. Wow, so good to, to know you. That we are the sheep of your pasture. We belong to you. We're your responsibility. And oh, how you love us. And how you've shown your love. You're just amazing. And we ask, Lord, that you bless our time here tonight as we look in your word. May it speak to us deeply and overwhelm us with your goodness. We ask it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I'm going to go back up to verse 12 and we'll work our way through this. But uh, I just say, I just... Uh, I titled this thing, Thank God I'm Saved. Amen. Isn't that good? Y'all remember, remember that song? 
Remember that old song? I see it. Thank yeah. Thank God. Thank thank God. I'm free, free, free from this world of sin. Y'all know that. I've been bought by. I've been washed in the blood of Jesus. I've been born again. Hallelujah! I'm saved, saved, saved by His wonderful grace. I'm so glad that I found out He would bring me out and show me the way. Thank God I'm saved. Amen. Joe, you knew that song, didn't you? Yeah. That's good. Thank God I'm saved. Do you know that's a, this is what I just read here was the Apostle Paul. He never got over the fact that God saved him. God helped me not to ever get over what a miracle, what a joy what a privilege it has been that God has saved me. And I'll tell you what, I'm here, I, to me this is just me speaking. I, what, what makes it so special, what makes it so overwhelmingly special at times is when you see how rotten you are. Can I hear an Amen. That's when it's so good. Rotten as I am, he loved me and saved me. The Apostle Paul, he never, he never got over it. I just wrote down here, Paul's, Paul's display of gratitude. And that's when we come into Thanksgiving. Tonight, thank God, I'm saved. If, nothing, tomorrow, if tomorrow, somewhere down the line, just, just thank God. Be so thankful that I'm saved. Now, I'm going to tell you something. One of the greatest things that you that a person can do for their family is to reach out and receive Jesus Christ and the forgiveness of sin. To give the family hope. Wow. Thank God I'm saved. Not because of me. I couldn't do nothing. Didn't have a didn't have a hope, not a prayer. But he came and he made the way. And he drew me and he saved me. Paul never got over it. Paul's display of gratitude for the glorious grace of God that had saved and empowered someone such as himself to be used by God for the glory of God. See, that's another, isn't that amazing? Took, took a wretch like me and saved me so that he could use me for his glory. Wow. Boy, I'll tell you what. God is something else. Let's work our way through this real quick here. And I know we got, we got a late start, but I'll promise you I'll quit at the same time. You can't ask for a better deal than that. No. Let's go to verse 12. <clears throat> it says, And I thank Jesus Christ, our Lord. So here we go with uh, the gratitude, the thankfulness. And it's directed at Somebody. See, I'm thankful to Him. My thanks is to Him. I'm saved because of Him. Like I, I just thank Him. You know, that's just that's the way Paul. I thank Jesus Christ, our Lord. He puts it. It's 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 all toward Him. And then he goes on to say, "Who hath enabled me?" 
He saved me. And he's the one that has given me the power. He's empowered me to be able, to be able to be and to do what he wanted me to do. He didn't empower me to go do what I wanted to do. <laughs> no. No, he saved you for his, his purposes. He saved you to use you for his glory. I believe that in some manner. You know, and, 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 and we think, well, we got to do, we just, we just got to, we got to do some big something, you know. I mean, we got to be a name in lights or well-known preacher or singer or whatever. For, 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 uh, it's just those people that God really uses. No, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I walked in here just a, a couple of days ago. And there's a, there a, a man in that kitchen right there. And he was working just as hard as he could go with turkeys. And he had them all laid out there, and one of them was big, and he said, you know, i got to cut this thing in half. It's too big. i got to cut it in half because it's cooked better. And he was rubbing all that good rub in it and all that stuff, rubbing it in that turkey, getting it all, all picked up and everything. Well, it, I think it was the next day or so I come back through there, and there he was. He's in there again. But this time he had them out, and they're smelling good. <laughs> he had come out of that smoker, and he knows how to do it. That's Mike Luby. I said, my stars, Mike. I said, if I was to get one of them turkeys down here when you was going to cook, could you just cook me one like that? He said, well, sure. So I said, next year, don't let me forget that. <laughs> get my turkey down here. I'm telling you, them things were beautiful. They smelled good. You know what he said? I can't do much, but this is my ministry. Oh, God be bless my heart right there. Lord used him for his glory to show that, hey, I, I, can, I can use old Mike Lubick right here just cooking turkeys for people in the care of these families that are in need. Isn't that good? God has a purpose, a reason. He knows where he wants you and he's going to use it and he'll empower you to do it. He empowered my Mike knows how to cook good turkeys. And you can do it and do it for the Lord, for the glory of the Lord, for them people. I guarantee you, they people that that was given to them, we give it to them in the name of Jesus, told them to be blessed by it, and they sat down and eat. They, they, got, up, they got into some good turkey. Because of my. I may not get y'all out of here on time. If I keep rabbit, rabbit running. But... Sometimes you get down a good trail like that, though. But thankfulness, it was directed towards Christ, and it, he knew that it was Christ that had enabled him and that had provided the power for Paul to do what he had done through, the, through his life and the stuff that he had been through and all of that. He knew that God had empowered him. Same, same with us. Same with us. And then it says, Who hath enabled me, for that he counted me faithful. I mean, Paul's just saying about himself. You know, I thank the Lord. You know, I thank Christ that he that he that he that he enabled me and counted me faithful, putting me in the ministry. He put me in where where I am, and and, and it says he counted me faithful. And I just I wrote this down. Faithfulness, faithfulness is the quality required in stewards. The people who, that that the Lord wants you faithful. And he says, I don't know, I don't know why, but 
But the Lord saw something in me. He saw this faithful. That this is what I want him. This is what I'm going to use him right there. Faithful. To be faithful. God saved you. He will empower you. And he wants to use you. Be, you know, just to be faithful. And then, and then after he says, and he, he, for he counted me or considered me or deemed me to be uh, faithful, putting me into the ministry. One of the, I, to me, one of the, the greatest, uh, I say joy, that probably ain't what I'm really looking for, but just uh, uh, something that, that gives you an assurance and a confidence. One of the greatest confidence builders is to know without a doubt you are right where, you, where the Lord wants you. To drop the, the, I'm, the, I swear, he's got it. He's the one put me here. Even if you, man, I tell you what, even if you don't like where you are, it's sure good whenever you can know, yeah, but yeah, but God put me here. That, does that make that helps, don't it? God put me here. He knows where I am. And that's what Paul said. You know, he's empowered me. He 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 counted me faithful, and he put me in the ministry and doing what I'm doing. I give him all praise. Thank Him. The beginning of this whole thing started with, I thank. I thank Christ. Pointed to Him. Help me do the same thing. Paul never got over it. Now, the, the next thing, the, verse 13, let's look at it. I just first part, I just put thankfulness. Next one, the second part here, on Paul, Paul saying, who I was. When I stop and think about who I was, and what I, what I was, and he goes on to say, I thank God for doing what he has done with me because when I stop and think about who I was, where I was, and what I was doing, a blasphemer. Now that's an offense, that's an offense towards God. That was a towards God. I was fighting God. I was fighting him tooth and nail, Paul says. And I was, I, I was very zealous at doing it. It was a blasphemer and a persecutor. See, that offense towards God is a blasphemer. The persecutor is hostility toward man, toward men. I persecuted people that trusted in God. And injurious, I, I, this word, I kind of, some of y'all's Bible probably say an insulter. Does anybody's Bible say insulter or to, to insult, that, that, he's a, that sort of thing? Y'all don't, y'all don't use any of them kind of Bibles, huh? Uh, but that's the word, the, the, the Greek in my little Strong's, when I looked at it, it, it just said, an, an insulter. One that's kind of like adding insult to injury. Do y'all, y'all, y'all realize Paul was a smart man? Well-educated man? Could word himself real good? I don't know, and he was mean, and he was zealous, and he was snatching people around, and locking people up, and I don't know, I just seen probably as kind of a little fella, mean as all get out. But to top it all off, he was real smart mouth. He could, he could add insult to entry real good. As a matter of fact, I think Paul says, I was a blasphemer toward God. I was a persecutor towards man. As a matter of fact, I was an all-around royal jerk with my mouth. And I could cut people and hurt people. I didn't care. I'd injure people. But I tell you what, that's what I just said. One of the best things you can do is get a good picture of who you are. (laughs) 
And Paul never, Paul never got over the fact that he knew who he was. He knew what he was capable of. He knew what he had done. He knew all that. But God loved him anyway. Amen. Everybody said amen. Thank you, Jesus. But he loved me anyway, just like that. He took me, took me just right there and, and, and knocked me, knocked me on my face and come into my life and saved me and has worked and worked with me and done and brought me to where I am today. And I stand here giving him thanks. Amen. So he says, that's, what, that's who I was. But when he, when he got through, but he said, but I obtained mercy. Oh, my goodness. I obtained mercy. Aren't you glad that you obtained mercy? I need mercy today. I need mercy tomorrow. God's mercy. Man, it's everlasting. He said, but I obtained mercy. Think about it. If you, if you, if you, if you know the, if, about Paul, and most of you probably do, just all the stuff that he had done. But God had mercy on me. And he goes on then to say, because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. God didn't believe. Wow. Now here's what I, I just. What a tragedy is the blindness of unbelief. How unbelief blinds us. Paul thought he knew everything, had everything going his way, doing just what he thought was right to do for the God that he thought, that of, his, of his God that he had created, the, that he had been taught. But God was doing something different. God was God. God can do that. God moves and works. And he, find that, and he found himself fighting against God because of his unbelief. See, folks, I just put down, here it is, I come back to this, thanking tomorrow. Thank God if you're a believer. Unbelief, terrible thing, blinds you completely. Unbelief. What a joy, he said, but I, it was in unbelief. But he opened my eyes. And I am now a believer. Anybody here in that boat? He opened my eyes and I am now a believer in Jesus Christ because of him. Ain't no reason in the world we can't be overwhelmed just like Paul was with what God has done for us and saving us. Says that's who it was. And then verse 14, let's look at that. So I didn't think him unbelief, but it says, And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. As I looked at that, Paul, Paul, Paul's, he's beginning to use them, the, the big the words like that. that he, 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 you could always, you could go to places a lot of time and you'll see where Paul would just kind of get, just get beside himself, just excited over who the Lord was and just, why in the world would a God care about me? And show me this grace that he's given me. Man. So he says, it was God's grace. It was the grace of our Lord. And, and, and I love this here, the, the exceeding abundance. So I thought, well, not just what is exceeding abundant. Let's, I mean, think exceeding abundant. But I, so I just said, well, let's just look at abundant. Abundant, it just means existing in large quantities. Large quantities. Existing in large quantities. 
So grace, God's grace exists in large quantities of grace. Aren't you glad of that? But Paul says it exceeds, exceeding abundance. He said, so exceed means to go beyond. So in other words, he said, hey, it was God's grace, and it goes be, his grace goes beyond large quantities of it. If you can get, it's just, it's, it's, it's more than just a bunch of, a lot of it, and a large quantity, no, it's, it's more than that. His grace is unreal. It's unbelievable. It is so good. It's what will carry me to my final destination. And I know where it is and got the assurance of it, and I ain't worried about it, and that's all because of that exceeding abundant grace of God. Wow. Mm. Y'all glad to be here tonight? Amen. Good. Good. Me too. Mm. But then he goes on to say about it, this, this abundant grace, with faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. The faith and the love that which is in Christ Jesus. In other words, Christ himself is just exuding, exuding with this, this faith and love. He's, he's faithful. We're talking about, well, we, we, I just mentioned a while ago, where he, he said, he, he deemed me faithful. He counted me faithful. You know, well, but, but God's faithful. God's faithful. He's faithful. He was there, and it, and it was the, in, the, in the faith that was in Christ, and the love. It's God's love. God is love. And he demonstrated his love, and he, and he demonstrated his love through Christ and what he let Christ do for me, giving me that grace because of the faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. He came and he did it. Jesus did what the Father, what was needed for God Almighty to have that relationship with me. He was willing to do it. He did it for somebody like Paul. He did it. He did it for me. And that's see, and folks, that's the reason that we can, we should be able to just tell people, you know, that, that he loves you. He, he died for you. The grace is, is, is there. It was the grace of God. Reach out, reach out, and to share that with people. But then also see now, not only just share things with, but then pray for that person that God will touch them and open their eyes. Paul, that's what he did with Paul. God has to open their eyes. And that's when, man, that's when you need to bear down on it with prayer, especially for your loved one. God, be merciful and open the eyes of my unbelieving family, children. Oh, man. So God's abundant grace, exceeding abundant. <clears throat> so he leaves that, and, he say, and then he says, how be it? I love this here. It says, how be it for this cause I obtain mercy? You understand that? He's saying, this is the reason that it happened. See, that's the reason I say, if God has saved you, there's a reason. There's a purpose. You know, and Paul, and Paul knew within himself, and I, and I know Paul had such a close, tremendous relationship with God. I mean, if you read the stuff and things he had de- seen and been a part of and was experienced and he experienced, he experienced so much stuff within the realm of God that he was given a thorn in the flesh to kind of keep him where he needed to be and not be overwhelmed by it. That's my, that's my thought. 
But he says, How be it for this cause I obtain mercy, <clears throat> that in me first Christ Jesus might show forth all long suffering that in me. Now, this need, I just found this, I just run across this today. But he's saying the reason, and the reason that it was is is because I I was I was what I was. And I did what I did. So much as such a blasphemer and persecutor and hurtful. And God showed, God showed the world how long suffering he is with someone like me. And he said, and I and I love this area, it says Howbeit for this cause I, uh, that I obtain mercy, that in me first, that's all, in me first, well, I'm, I don't know, what did he mean by first? In me first. This, this is, <laughs> that word first is the exact same Greek word as chief, when he said, of whom I am chief. I'm first and foremost, I'm number one. It's like saying, I'm as bad as they get. I'm number one and as bad as they get in despising and hating God and doing everything I could against him. But Christ came into this world to save sinners of whom I am first. I am chief. I'm number one. That's what, that's what the word means. I am chief. Foremost. I think the ESV says foremost. As a matter of fact, the ESV uses foremost where it said chief. It uses foremost where it says first. He did it. He did it to show you that if he saved me, he could save anybody. That you, you haven't gone too far. You don't despise him too bad. You haven't blasphemed his name too bad. It ain't going to happen. God can do it. He can save you. Boy, that's the reason we can go out and tell people, I don't care what you've done. I know, I know a God who loves you. And he's proven it. And he, and he says right here, he used me as bad as it gets to take me and do what glorious things he's done in my life through me, his power through me, for his glory, for a pattern. The pattern is like a sketch. It's a sketch. The word means sketch. It's sketching out. To show, to show me, to show what he can do, what he can do. And what, the way it should be. Now listen. So the, this, that, that part in the... Uh, 16, I just put painting a picture. He's painting a picture, this pattern, this sketch. In me first, or the foremost, the same word. Which I went over that, but it says, Christ is putting on display. He's putting on display his long suffering. Painting a, painting a picture. Now, painting a picture, but who for? I like this. So he says, you know, in me first, I'm the, I was the worst. I was the number one sinner. That Christ might show forth all long suffering for a pattern or a picture or a sketch to show to them, to them which should hereafter believe on him. Do we have anybody in here like that? Well, I am. I'm one hereafter that believes on him. He did it for me. He did it for a pattern for me is what it says, what the word says. 
to show me the to, not to show me the goodness of God. I mean, just think about it. When I can read how Paul gets, it's just overwhelmed by this, and I can look and see for myself. Wow, what a what a what amazing God has done for this man, Paul. But it's not amazing God that's done the same thing for me. Paul's sin, yeah, Paul's sin was hideous in our eyes. But Paul's sin had separated him no further from God than my sin had separated me from God. I'm separated. And that's the reason we can say, thank you, Jesus. Come on. He saved me. Just like he saved Paul. He said uh, he, he did it for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to eternal life. Folks, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's a, it's a relationship with the, the Creator God through Jesus Christ, His Son. That brings me eternal life. That's, that's the reason He came. He came to save sinners what? from this penalty of death. From death to give life. He came to do away with death and bring life. That's what He's about. I, saw, I, I, saw, I, I just see that and somehow or another I see and know and understand and I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God who died and shed his blood for my sin and I believe that that and that alone is what will give me eternal life when I leave this world and I know I'm leaving. Amen. I know I'm leaving. I know my mom and dad's leaving. I don't know. I, I think they're going to outlast me, but I may go before they do. But the thing about it is, it don't matter who goes first. I know where we're going. It's because of Him. It's because of Him, and it's eternal life. It's eternal life. He's always been about life. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He said, "I am the resurrection." What's that? The resurrection. That's life. That's all. That's what. That's, that's all. That's what he is about. It's about eternal life. He said, "I'm showing you that it doesn't matter how bad you are. I can come in and give you eternal life. Come into your life and use you for my purposes and my glory. And you'll know me, and I know you. And it's, it's amazing. And you know, folks, this is one thing about it. I don't care how much it can overwhelm you and what you know and experience through with God. You can't give it to somebody else. You've got to have it for yourself. You got to. Have, I mean." I mean, if I could save my, all my children or whatever, I, or I would. Do whatever I, can. I can't. I, if I, you got to know it. It's got to have happened within you. And it's just something within you that you know. I know it. I know that I know the Lord. And I may, mess, I may mess up and do whatever. But I know that I know the Lord. And, and Paul knew that he knew the Lord. And that the Lord had used him in his life. So that is so good. And then this, uh, this last part... <clears throat> Now unto the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. It's all about Him. It's Him. It's, it's Him that we praise. It's Him that's whatever's going to work in my life. It's, it's Him that has saved me. You know, he, he didn't need me. He didn't need me, but I needed Him. I needed Him. <clears throat> So as I look at this, and I, I think about this, his mercy and grace and, and his eternal life, life everlasting, I just put, I thank God, and I just wrote this down, I thank God that I am a believer. 
You know, one of the reasons that I thank God that I'm a believer is because I, when I look at people who don't. I don't want to trade with them. I don't want to trade with them. I thank God that I'm a believer. And because I am a believer, I have eternal life. I have life everlasting. Titus 1, 2 says, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. Tony, you can come up. According to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness, in hope of eternal life. <laughs> which God, okay, in hope of eternal life, this is Titus 1, 1 and 2, in, in, in 2 says, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Eternal life. I know we, if you're like me, you, uh, you get caught up living this life. It becomes highly important. Way important. As a matter of fact, this life right here becomes a lot more important to a lot of us than the life to come. The eternal life. Eternal life, something that, the eternity, something that I... I kind of look forward. I know I'm headed there. And I look forward to what's there. But the reason the world and the unbeliever, that is a, they don't want to look at that. They don't even want to think about that. See? But I'm a believer. And I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. Now, see, you can believe in whatever you want to. But this believer right here was talking about, Paul was talking about, he talked about, I'm a believer in that, in that man that talked to me on the road to Damascus. I knew him. I heard him. I come to know who he was. <clears throat> that uh, it's all about the, where we're headed, what awaits us. So we'll enjoy tomorrow with our family. We'll enjoy this life. And God's been good to us. Amen. If you sit around, you're going to have plenty to eat. There's a lot of people that in this world, the vast majority of the people in this world won't come nowhere near close to what we have tomorrow. God has been so good to us. And we'll sit there with family and eat and enjoy things and thank God for it. But the one thing we need to thank Him for more than anything else is thank God I'm saved. That I am a believer. So tonight as I close out, let's stand if you will. And I'll open this altar back up because you may just want to come say thank you, Lord.